Good morning, good morning, good morning. Father, we come away with you right now. We clear our hearts, we clear our minds, and we calm our bodies down. We're just enjoying this one-to-one -one encounter with you, God. We want you to touch every muscle, every tissue with your gentleness. Put your hands over our head to calm our minds down. Put your fingers over our eyes. Put your hands over our mouth. Touch every tissue, every organ, every vessel in our bodies, God. With your anointed touch. Even though we're not moved on what takes place around us, we're still able to see and hear and understand. So we take this time this morning to come to you for spiritual massage, spiritual touches deep within every tissue, every muscle. We thank you for massaging our mind. Calming our minds down. And just having one thing on our mind and that's you. And enjoying every angelic touch. Every angelic massage. In every area of our bodies. So that we can be a used vessel. A refreshed vessel. To go forth. We thank you for your healing touch. We thank you for your massage this morning. We're not moved by the cares of this world. But we do see and hear them. That's not our focus. Our focus is to lay everything aside right now and allow the beauty of your hands touch every part of our bodies. We need this time of relaxation with you. Our bodies are our temple, which is your dwelling place. So we sit or we lie still and allow you to move freely all around every part of our bodies, every part of our heart, our mind, our soul, and our spirit, even our feet, Lord. 
our legs, our bellies, our backs, every muscle, wherever you see tension. We receive everything you're doing for us and to us and in and through us. to relax relax your body relax your mind relax your spirit relax your eyes your ears order for you to be effective and to go out in this world to be a blessing to carry the blessing and release God's glory you have to take care of you you have to take care of yourself God don't want any of us weighed down, overworked, tired, tense. When your mind is calm, your whole body is calm. This is now the time to calm your body down. Don't think about anything or anyone or any place. God is moving his hand on every place in your body, every place that has tension. Most of our feet, for we walk on our feet, we stand on our feet. Our feet is in a constant move. And also our minds are in a constant move. We're thinking, we're thinking constantly. Our hands. Hallelujah. And while you're calm, I want you to take the opportunity today to spend your day in a very calm, 
Keep your attitude very calm and very refreshed and very relaxed. It's very good to get a physical massage. Aromatherapy is very necessary for the natural body. But if you don't have that because of so many things that's taking place, you can have it at home. Put some healing or relaxation music on and get in a quiet place where it's calm and quiet and just sit in that place even if you want to gather your thoughts together what you don't want to do that's not beneficiary to your future positively then turn those things down and the things that are beneficial to your future in a positive manner that helps other people the desires in your heart according to God's will those, those images those visions you embrace and for those who don't know what to think, what to do just keep your mind calm. Keep your mind still. Keep your mind on Christ. He'll begin to release information to you concerning your future and those who are around you. And those who are connected to your future. It could be a person, place, or thing. Hallelujah. Today you're going to have an awesome day. Today, your day is going to be very smooth, very still, very calm, very refreshed. It's good to stay refreshed. It feels good. Your body needs it. No one was created to walk around distressed or weighed down it actually affects what you think so much about and what you keep your mind on it affects your body whether it's good or bad it will affect your body that's why we're going to lay every negative thing that we're thinking about every negative thought we're going to lay it aside Throw it at Jesus' feet. Just throw it, throw it, throw it. We don't need that. We don't even want that. And just stay calm. Stay relaxed. Whatever you do today, you do it in peace. You do it out of love. Whether you're getting up this morning, you get your clothes out, you do it relaxed. You fix your morning meal, you do it relaxed. For those who have children, they get up in the morning, you stay relaxed. Show them some love. Release that relaxation and the atmosphere around you. And, it, and everything will be very structured and it will go in order. It will fall right in place. God don't want no one home to be chaotic. No one's relationship to be chaotic. 
No one even individually living by themselves to be chaotic. Stay still. Stay refreshed. The angels are touching you. They are releasing tension away from us. We walk this walk denying every word or lie that's trying to come our way by keeping our focus on the truth. Now that's, that's an, a, a, even exchange taking place in your natural body because you're constantly denying those thoughts. You're constantly denying what you see and what you're hearing to receive God's way of seeing, God's way of hearing, God's way of responding, God's way of speaking, and not the way we used to do things. Dying to the flesh is a constant, it's constant. It's constant. It's a constant reminder. I'm dead unto sin and I'm alive unto Christ. I'm dead unto sin and I'm alive unto Christ. When Christ died, I died. When he rose, I rose. Therefore, the life I live is not unto myself but unto Christ. So when we live that way, he's going he's to provide you so much insight. And he's going to enlighten us with everything that he wants us to know. He's even going to reveal the mysteries of things. He's going to begin to show us more, release more, especially of himself. Let me tell you how powerful he is and the angels are around us and how much they care, how much they're watching us and you, even though you don't see them, they are right there. So I was crying out in my worship last night. And I was like, I need more of this, God. I don't want to just know my angels are here, knowing you are here. I want to begin to see. See. Even though I can see certain movements and see certain visions, I want to literally see these angels that are here on my behalf, who walk with me daily, who looks at you, God, to receive from you, to release to me, to get that okay from you, for them to release to me what I'm asking. I want to see you guys. I want to greet you. I want to thank you personally, not just me knowing you here. I want to see your presence here. I want to feel your presence here. And I begin to cry out more and more to God. Let me see my helpers and those who are helping me. God said, you have no idea. They're yearning for what you're saying. Then they begin to show me different visions of how they actually look. And then the Holy, the Holy Spirit begin to speak through me and make confessions such as. You're not 
ready to see what you're asking. Meaning that not saying ready as if you're in the wrong position to receive. But you're expecting them to look a way that they do not look. So that's going to take you by surprise. And you may not be ready to see that. Because you are on a level where your angels do not look like you think they look. Listen to me. Don't look at the world's image of an angel. You read Revelation. You received a revelation. There are different arcs and angles. I got one angel. I have one angel whose head is so wide. I mean, how give me an example, Father, how wide it is. Almost the size of a baby's pool. Now, if that showed up, and I'm expecting a natural, you know, an owl body made with wings to show up, and that showed up? <laughs> he said, you have some angels that are just fire, a flame with wings. Garment dressed on a flame. You have some angels that are different angles. Triangle side and Rectangle and diamond shaped head on the other side is an octagon. You have different forms of angels that are with you because of the levels that you are. You, the, every level that we exceed and elevate, the angels become more, more uniquely made. Some angels have more than a pair of eyes. So they can continue to watch you. Your angels don't have arms. Their arms are made of brass. And it's in an angle in an art form where it's always ex extended. Their arms is not considered arms because your arms can fold down. Their arms are stretched out and it does not go no other way. It stretches from the north to the south, east and west. You have angel arms that's released upward and it only stay upward. You have some that's side to side and it stays side to side. You don't understand why, but you see why. You're here because of it. Just thank them for it. I said, wow. Well, thank you. <laughs> And when I went, I made some, um, I wanted to get some salsa and chips. Just sharing up testimony. And it was so challenging to open up this, this salsa jar. I'm like, I'm tapping it from the bottom. It's still making a noise where I can, you know, twist it. And it wouldn't twist open. So I said, goodness, what am I going to do? I want some salsa. So I set the jar of salsa on my table. And I grabbed a bag of chips. And all of a sudden, it twisted and popped it open. I said, I don't know what angel, which one of you guys did this. <laughs> but thank you so much. The angel literally twists open the top for me. You know when it twists open the top, uh, uh, jar top, it, it has a poop sound to it. You know what I'm talking about. That's what happened. And I turned around and looked like, because the angel wanted me to know what it was doing and what it did. I was like, thank you so much. And when I sat on my bed, I have a plastic uh, comforter set still sitting on the side of my wall. 
and that began to make noise and move. You know, plastic make noise when it's touched. It was being touched. The angel was letting me know I'm right here in this direction. So they really, they, they're showing me where they are. And they're showing me their helping hand. I pray to God that I get more and more of these encounters where I can actually see. And I say, let me be able to take what I'm asking for. Because I want, I respect the angels that's with us so much. Because we are not aware. They always working behind the scene on our behalf. Everything we say, they are going forth to bring to pass. Every time that we might be in the midst of destruction or in the midst of a sudden tragedy, they come and protect us. For an example, you're making a left when your body telling you to make right. But you say, no, I'm going to make a left turn. And on the right hand, it was something that could have caused a sudden tragedy in that car. Angels protecting us and we're unaware of it. Avoiding shootouts. Things like that. They're protecting us. They're blessing us. They're with us. They're walking with us day to day. So there's no way that God wants any of us to walk with these angels day to day and not acknowledge them. Say thank you. Say good morning. Talk to them. They're with you. They're listening. And the moment I said I want to see them all and they saw my cry, they begin to show me. They, they let me know they, they heard what I said. And they show me in the visions what they're doing. And then I told God, he said, share this too. Okay, God. <laughs> Usually when I'm like so in, in, in my intense worship unto God and Christ, I'll tell them even though they are here with us, I still want their presence to be here where I can actually see and feel. And they know what I mean by that. So I did that yesterday during this song of worship. And they both was, they were playing around, but they just showed me an image of both of them, like, pushing each other back, like, no, I'm going first, no, I'm going first, no, I'm first. They were doing that on their way to me. And I thought it was so funny to watch. <laughs> they were rushing to come and see who's going to get there first. And you know what? They look just alike. When Christ said he's a split image of God, he is. They are split in same height, same everything. But they both have different styles each day. Christ might want to wear blue. God may think to wear red. So they don't, they're not, I mean, I'm not going to say they dress like twins. When you see God, I said, so when I get to heaven or where I go, how would I know who I'm looking at since you guys look so much alike? He said, your heart knows. Your heart knows who your father is. Your spirit man knows who your creator is. And your spirit man knows who your Lord is. They look so much like you got, oh my goodness. And I, um, another encounter, I'm going to do a quick share quickly. Thanks for listening. I love you. But um, <laughs> I like to share. I pray to God we all get beginners to share. I want to hear about your encounters too. Um, you know, some of us, we have visions and we have encounters with Christ and God. And some of us, you know, like them to wear certain things. There are some of you who be like, I want you to wear this, God, or wear this designer shirt I made. Or, you know, some of you guys be like, wear your hair like this. Some of you guys are saying that to Christ and God. And when they came to me yesterday, because I always, I like man buns. And I like, you know, buns and, you know, I, I just like hair. 
So when God comes to me, I'd be like, let me see your hairstyle. All right, let me, let me hook your hair up. So I do the hair. I like the man buns. They be wearing man buns. And, <laughs> and as I begin to have more and more of Christ's personality, I mean, he reveals more and more of his personality. I say, Jesus, why are you looking like that? You don't want that man bun? He's like, nah. <laughs> I said, that's not your style. He's like, nah. <laughs> I said, why are you wearing it? He said, because you want it. Because you like it. I said, no, I don't want you to wear nothing because I like. You wear what you like. He said, I like my hair down. I said, okay, wear it down. So he came to me yesterday evening, and he had two French braids going to the back. <laughs> I said, who told you to do that? He not going to reveal to me what child it was, what brother or sister it was of mine. But one of you guys wanted him to have cornrows. <laughs> And he wore the cornrows because you wanted them to, because you liked it. And I was like, those were neat cornrows. I mean, it was two French braids. They were very neat, very cute. They were cute. They cute to me. But he told me he preferred his hair to be worn down. But he'd do anything for us. He loves us so much. He'll wear them. He was wearing them French braids. Whoever you are who wanted to wear them French braids, he was wearing them French braids. I'm letting you know now. He was wearing them braids. <laughs> he was wearing them good too. And um, I, I was just thinking. God and you know Jesus for just showing us more of their more a side of them that we wasn't aware of because we grew up thinking that they're so serious you know you don't have fun with them you know it's all about just dance and worship and praise and do it the way how people taught us how to do it man I'm trying to tell you it's a whole never ball game <laughs> The fun is with God. Fun comes from God. Every good thing comes from above. I want you to know that for those who don't know that. Because that's why a lot of us be stuck in trying to choose between the world's way and God's way. Because they have you thinking that when you do God's way, your life becomes boring. Because so many things been taken away from you. But I mean, trust me, the things that God takes away are the things that you don't want in your life anyhow. Those are things that cause destruction, insecurity, hate, division, racism, poverty, all those things. But with God, you have love, you have peace, you create your own atmosphere. With how you want it to be. In the presence of God. You want to go this place with God. You'll go that place with God. You want to worship this way. You want to wear this. You want to vision this. And that's what takes place. All they are excited about is just you being with them. And them being with you. The humor comes from God. Laughter comes from God. God is not boring. God is not boring. It's just that some of us were in the world, we were busy bodies. Club hopping, drinking, smoking. Even those who didn't drink and smoke, you're still doing things that you shouldn't do in that nature. And we became so busy body, busy, busy, busy. Now when God calms you down, you're like, what to do next? To spend time in his presence. And he'll show you what else to do. Open up your eyes to the spiritual realm. To the supernatural. Like for. Oh my goodness. You guys are amazing. I'm telling you they are. Whew. It's, it's, by me inviting those angels. And, and showing them how much I love them. Appreciate them. All of them are sitting around me while I'm talking to you. 
I can see in the spiritual realm. All they allow me to see is the outlining of their, their presence and the lighting in their eyes. It's about 25 pair of eyes that's sitting around me. And their eyes are filled with so it's like liquid light. It's like liquid light. They have pupils, but you see the liquid light. And they're just sitting there, all of them just looking this way. You guys are amazing. I love you. When I used to hear stories like that when I was too young and too, you know, wasn't mature enough to receive it, I didn't want to be around people like that. I was like, they freaking me out. But the more you know more about God and the supernatural, it becomes natural to you because that's where you're from. I'd be running in the house to her to get in my room to have these encounters. And I have them wherever I am. But my response can't be as open as where I am in certain places. I'm not the person. Some of us do that. And I, don't, I just don't. I'm not going to a restaurant and just doing all. You know, do what I do at home in a restaurant. I'm there to eat and enjoy the meal. But whatever God leads me to do, whether it's do a word or, you know, someone might need to hear something. Of course, we'll be used to do that. But I don't go around just, you know, you get what I'm saying. Fall on the floor and all that stuff. You go, you know, you know. Hallelujah. So, Father, I thank you today. I'm bringing it back home. <laughs> I thought all that. Father, I thank you for today. <laughs> that we just continue to be relaxed. Stay relaxed. Do everything today with relaxation. Stay calm. Have it in your heart that no one going to take you out of this place of relaxation and stillness. It's very peaceful. God will give you insight on how to deal with your children. But you have to pray to God to do that. He's not just going to come in and take over. You have to invite him to take over. You have to yield it over to him. For those who are in the home and your children are running wild and you can't seem to tame your home, just say, Lord, I surrender to you. Take over my home. Take over my parenting. I asked God to take over my parenting when my child was born. I asked God to take over when I was my child was born, and He did ever since. He showed me how to, well, how to teach my child. He showed me how to communicate, and guess what? I didn't get it all right every time. I found myself repenting many times. I was like, God, oh my goodness, I yelled. God, I yelled. God, I spanked. God, I spanked. Some of you probably say I'm still spanking now. I was like, God, I don't want to spank. I don't want to yell. Because I didn't like to be spanked. I didn't like to be yelled at. I said, God, help me to be a better mother. Help me be what my child needs me to be. And to this day, I'm still not as affectionate as my child is. He's over affectionate. My God. I'd be like, dude, I just gave you like four kisses. Another one. I'm like, God. He's very, very affectionate. Very sweet. Very genuine. And I had to repent every time I spanked them. Because I thought about it. Who actually got spanked for something 
and didn't do it again. It's a waste of time. You have to teach your children. Teaching our kids is not through a belt. That just put fear in them. We got to sit down and teach them. Let me tell you why I'm telling you no, not to sneak and do this. Because when you're doing this, this what happens. When you hang out with these group of people, this what happens. When you want to hang with the wrong crowd, this what happens. When you want to listen to that rapping music, this is what's going to happen. Those words are going to sink into your heart. Then you're going to want to look like what you hear. Then you wear your pants hanging down. Then you begin to curse and things like that. Then you begin to see the world from a negative point of view. This is what happens when you lie. Hallelujah. We have to make time for our children. When I was doing ministry, when my son was very young, I didn't want to make the time for him. I was like, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like all of that. This is when he was a baby. And I was walking with God. I was like, okay, I'm traveling these countries. I'm preaching. I'm praying. And I didn't, I didn't make the time to nurture. I didn't want to make the time to nurture. I didn't feel like that. I was like, I don't feel like all of that right now. God, I don't feel like that. And God said, no, you can't neglect. You can't neglect. That child needs you. That child needs what you have on the inside of you. And you actually need what that child have on the inside of them. I said, okay. But one time I spent time with my child, I was like, it's actually fun to be around. There's a little something to this kid. He all right. You know, <laughs> he okay. You know, he in there. But uh, <laughs> God was showing me. A lot of things on, he took a lot of things that I was doing wrong. That's why some people say, you are a great mother. You have done a great job raising your child. He's so well-mannered. My child was two years old. We in church, he would not move. All I got to do is give him the eye. He would not move. God showed me how to raise my child the way he should go because we are all called to minister. And you have to have your home function Property and in order. Your home cannot be out of order. Some of us run out our own home. Don't want to be in our own home because it's out of order. No, that's your dwelling place where you live. No way. It's never too late to set up shop. Set up shop now. It doesn't matter if your kids be upset with you. You're teaching them in the way they should go. Do not give your children everything they ask for when they ask for it. Because they're not going to know what it's like to have patience. We can't set our children up for failure. God tend to be, take me to the direction of children. Hallelujah. Just receive who he's talking to. We cannot... A lot of us don't want our children to be angry at us. So let them do what they want. There's no way your children should have these latest electronics and cars 
and be able to do all these things and go to these places and they don't have good grades. And they don't take care of the chores at home. They don't help you around the house. They don't talk to you with respect. Stop doing it. You set them up for failure. Because they're going to start thinking that everything is old to them. They're going to start dividing themselves. Looking at people who is less fortunate beneath them. Begin to be arrogant. Bougie. Think they're better. Separate themselves. Don't want to be around people. Hallelujah. God didn't say your children couldn't have great things. He said just teach them in the way they should go. So every parent. I pray right now that you begin to confess. God, take over and you teach me how to raise my children or my child. Teach me how to be patient with my children or my child. When my child do things that they shouldn't do and it makes me upset, allow your peace to come and take over and allow me to deal with it the way how you would deal with it. And it's not always about spanking. Teach me how to talk to my child with respect and not yell and not curse at them or disrespect them or threaten them. I heard one parent on the bus say one day, you do one more thing, you're not going to eat dinner tonight. I immediately prayed. I saw another parent on the bus she was very frustrated. She was cussing at her child, calling them all kinds of bees. So I sat beside her. She was frustrated. She couldn't put the stroller down and the child was still crying. She was frustrated and embarrassed on the bus. So I said, can I help you? At first she was like, I got it, I got it. I said, okay. But then she didn't have it. She was struggling more. I said, can I help you? I said, we got to look out for each other. I'm a mother too. I want somebody to help me. When I said that, it broke that pride. Because she was now she could be able to see me eye to eye, mother to mother. My testimony set her free. I said, I know what it's like. I was struggling. I needed somebody to help. No one helped me now. I want to help someone else. She said, yes, I need some help. Bad. I put the stroller down. And I took her child and I held her child. Her child looked at me like, well, I like this feeling. Her child looked at me like, I like this. <laughs> I don't think the child wanted to leave. <laughs> but I prayed. All that to say, we got to be there for one another. When you have the opportunity to help someone, help them. Stay in a place of peace and relaxation today. You can go away with God as many times you want. Put your soaking music on whenever you want. And just say, God, massage me. <laughs> He would trust me. Angels massage me. Trust me. It would get done. Trust me. God is showing me a tent right now. 
We want to take some of you away and give you that massage. Release that tension. Take away those cares. So today we just give it to you, God. We relax. We stay relaxed. Everything we do today is going to be peaceful and relaxed. With laughter. <laughs> I receive it, God. I thank you guys for your time and joy today. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. Don't worry about anything that's taking place in this world around you. It's already prayed up. It's already blessed. The inauguration is blessed. The parade is blessed. However they're going to do it today, whatever's planned today, it's blessed. Angels, go forth and make sure that no distractions, no sudden tragedies, no blowing up anything, no bombs, no shootings, no riots. No racist tension today. A day of calmness, peace, and acceptance. In Jesus' name, amen.